Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Good morning, everyone. It's Kay Francis, your host. I hope your holidays were great and you began anticipating 2024 with a hopeful attitude because we're going to talk about anticipation today. I remember thinking back to this time last year and realizing that even with a few podcasts under my belt, I still experienced a little anxiety and queasiness in my belly right before each recording and, of course, the topic. So thinking about that, I thought, Have any of you ever opened a new business, went on a new journey, so to speak, gone into a new relationship? Maybe you created a new product or a significant change in your life or just stepped outside of your comfort zone to try something new. If you had, you understand what I'm talking about. So consciously or unconsciously, our brain is anticipating all types of things. Anything from what are you having for dinner to what you want to put on your bucket list. I thought about doing a podcast, believe it or not, for over two years. And then that thinking turned into anticipating all possible ups and downs and unknowns. Not being a well-known person, I questioned my ability to attract listeners. In this arena, success equals number of listeners. This is important because it is not cheap to do a podcast unless you have the experience and time to write, to proof, to record, to edit, to do the social media and other such important tasks. Well, that wasn't me. If you know me, you wouldn't describe me as technically savvy. And my social media person and my editing person would be the first to say, that's for sure. How they've put up with me, I don't know. But let me tell you a quick story to prove my point. Well, first I should tell you that I went to a new church. And during that service, my cell phone rang during that service, right in the middle of it, and I couldn't figure out how to silence it. Now everyone is looking at me. Sermon has been interrupted, and it keeps ringing. I am frantic and also mortified, so finally I jump up and head for the doors. A man, I thought must be an angel, followed me and showed me how to turn the phone off. He convinced me to return, so a little red-faced, with my head slightly down, I quietly returned to a back seat, no less, close to the door. When I looked up, the pastor smiled. Well, to my credit, that was some time ago, so I'm better now to a degree. You get my point. There was no way I qualified for these tasks, so that meant finding talent in people in these fields, and hey, that's not an easy undertaking. So once again, I'm anticipating how I'm going to find these people with such expertise, the financial risks, and all the pros and cons, and I must tell you, although it was small, cons were outnumbering the pros, Then the light bulb went off. I prayed on it. I determined that if I could find and afford these professionals and find the appropriate place to record, yet another expense, I felt confident 
that I was meant to do this, win, lose, or draw. And here I am with you today, and I couldn't be happier. And those same professionals are with me. God bless them. (laughs) I have mentioned many times that I wish I knew all of you personally, but I must tell you on some level, I feel like I do. I'm so grateful when a listener has time to email me with a comment or an idea or even a suggestion of a topic. This type of feedback for me, well, it's invaluable. It offers me more insight into what appeals or doesn't appeal to you. To make that easier for you, rather than having to take the time to email, which was my first mistake, we will post where to message me rather than email. It's going to be now Instagram and what's up. Because I realize how busy you all are, and to sit down and compose an email, it takes time. And I really understand what that's like. So this should make it easier if you want to make a brief comment. And it's also should be on my Facebook. So I believe it's there already. But see, that's when I have to turn and say, is it there already? <laughs> and they'll look at me and say, you've been doing this two years, you don't know. Can you believe here we are two years later? I've had many comments from people over that time. And these comments have come from people who live in my area. And therefore, they know me or know of me. For some, it would be awkward or maybe even uncomfortable for them to make any comments other than something positive. However, I hope they all know me well enough to know I handle constructive criticism well and even welcome it. And that includes you. If there's something that you want to say, be graceful about it when you say it, okay? (laughs) If it's negative, I'm kidding. You need to, any comment is welcome. I did receive two significant and consistent comments from these listeners. So, here we go. They all said my voice was soothing, so that wasn't so bad. But they said they could fall asleep. One friend told me she did fall asleep during one of my podcasts and had to listen to it the next day. Well, hearing that same comment over and over, most all the comments were about that. Oh my God, I thought, oh dear Lord, this, is, <laughs> this isn't good. My podcast is actually boring them. So that was really worrisome. So I just asked them straight out if that was the case. They all said, no, it's simply that the tone of your voice is very calming. So my listeners, anyone out there who has found this to be true, what do I say to you? Sleep is healthy. Sleep to your heart's content. You'll get to my podcast eventually. So in response to your suggestions, and it is a new year, I decided to put into practice both suggestions. Have I been talking slower? I hope so, because the first suggestion is I need to speak more slowly, giving you more time to think about what I am saying. Second suggestion, whenever I read bullet points to you, please, they request it, more time between each bullet point so they have time to consider their answers or how a statement may or a question may or may not pertain to them. Overall, I got it. I need to slow down in general. So I thought about that a lot, and I realized that I move fast on everything, that it's not just the way I speak, but I'm fast moving as well. And so I thought, you know, this is good advice. Not only should I do this for my podcast listeners, but I might want to just start slowing down a bit myself. So I'm working on that. 
So every time I record, I try to keep that uppermost in my mind. Example, when I first started this morning, I realized I was going too fast. And I hope I have slowed down. Give me some slack here. I might need a little time. It just happens, (laughs) this is interesting, that I'm about to ask you a few questions. I didn't plan for these questions to arise so quickly in our topic, but timing is everything, they tell me. Before asking you questions, let me give you the definition of anticipation from Webster's Dictionary. The act of looking forward, especially pleasurable expectations. Looking forward examples such as anticipation of people's arrival. Here is one of my examples. A company is anticipating new changes in the coming year and in this particular industry. Therefore, they begin doing what needs to be done to effectively achieve making the changes. So that anticipation was there. They're looking forward. By the way, sometimes we're not always looking forward to fun things or exciting things, but we'll get into that. So back to the questions. Here we go, slowly. One, am I aware, the I being you, of anticipating or not making changes within myself? Two, what feelings do I have when anticipating whether to resolve a situation between myself and a close friend? Number three, do I begin to have mental and internal debates when needing to resolve issues? Four, has there been a time that I anticipated a difficult situation that absolutely needed to be resolved, and I chose to sweep it under the carpet. How did I rationalize my choice? Five, whenever I anticipate anything, do I feel tense or anxious or kind of queasy like I talked about before? Six, am I insightful enough to recognize that whenever I want to ignore change or confrontation, I begin to rationalize and convince myself to make it okay to ignore it? How good am I at convincing myself I'm right, and how often do I do that? Think hard on that one. I tend to want to say something in here, and I will. That particular question, that last one, how good am I at convincing myself I'm right, and how often do I do this? There's thousands of people that do that, and often on a daily basis. So be aware, because that does require a change. We all anticipate numerous things, probably on a daily basis, as I just mentioned. Some matters Well, they take greater anticipation, like thoughtful thinking, planning, confronting, or other mental focus, while other other types of anticipation, not so much, can be happy or can be extremely stressful. Either way, it's part of our thinking process. 
This year, you may anticipate a promotion or a raise, planning a vacation or a wedding, a birth, graduation, or anniversary. Or you could be anticipating retiring, opening a new business venture. The list goes on and on. Whatever that might be that you're anticipating, hopefully you are looking forward to these events and the possibilities. However, there may be some of these things that you're anticipating that you'd like to take a pass on. At this point, you are seriously anticipating how to find a way to get out of it. There will be much anticipation surrounding politics this year, as well as the war in Israel and all that's happening globally. The very subject I don't like to bring up in my podcasts, but I have to because we can't overlook it because we're involved in it in a very interesting way. The division between people and the overall anger only seems to increase And that's not just over there in Israel. We're looking at that big time in our own country to the point of more than what's always been there, but never so blatant and pushed into our faces. So as this podcast is being aired, I thought about it and, oh my goodness, children in our country, the USA, are starving. And I'm talking thousands and thousands. What is wrong with this picture? And what what are they thinking? What is the end goal here? Especially considering that you, and me too, have little control over the state of affairs or the confusion and the chaos that's surrounding us. So the only good news I can bring to you about that, I wish I could give you a lot saying, oh, this will be over in no time. Well, yeah, we still have COVID, right? New strain after new strain. Get ready. I think will this be our new normal. But the good news is you do have control over yourself including your thoughts, how you control them, your words, your beliefs, your behavior, your emotions, your attitude, and your compassion for yourself first and for others. And most importantly, more importantly, I think, is your decision-making and choices. Don't forget these traits, attributes, you might say, play a major role in your decision-making and choices. So you have to remember that you have to look at all those traits because they're working, either for your benefit or not for your benefit. So stay in the present. Try to be there and use your control to ignore the dark places, the negative attractions, and the negative people around you. Dark places and distractions will not assist you in being mindful and achieving positive outcomes. Did you know people learn from observing others? So with that in mind, what are others observing and learning about you or from you? What are you putting out there? How do you present? Whether you recognize it or not, this is including myself, we're each a walking teacher. Therefore, Others are teachers for you, for me. Most people are drawn to individuals who project authenticity, who project the traits I listed, and also represent some faith and peacefulness, the good, good stuff, the love and the compassion. They may see this in you, and trust me, 
deep down, they want those same qualities. And you know, you don't have to say, well, look at me. Aren't I a wonderful person? You know, just look at how I help people and go on and on and on about things. That's going to be a turnoff. What they really want is to see those and feel those qualities in themselves. And we do, whether we realize it or not, we do push this information out there without saying a word. How we carry ourselves, how we respond to people, how we look people in the eye, how we smile to a stranger. And I think you know exactly all the things are how you respond to somebody in need. So who knows, you may be that teacher that that one person out there will want to emulate and they will seek you out. At the same time, interesting enough, they also may be your teacher opening your eyes to what is needed in your life. Because we are like mirrors for one another. We see and observe in others what we either like or don't like about ourselves. So however you want to refer to these qualities, call them traits, attributes, whatever, personality traits, it doesn't mean, as I present all this, that you are mentally or emotionally in the right place all the time, demonstrating these wonderful qualities 100% of the time. That is impossible. You're only human. We're only human. We all screw up from time to time. We make mistakes. We get angry. We hurt somebody's feelings. Sometimes we can just be darn right hateful. Saints, we will never be. And that's okay. But you do need to know how to bring yourself and your emotions and your attitude back into control so you don't take your misery out on someone else. So my suggestion is when you get in that dark place, stop, breathe, and get back on track. When people experience any person who projects faith and hope and inner peace, it makes them hungry for those same qualities because you look so relaxed. You, you look so, you know, you're not intimidating, but yet you look confident. You don't have to rule through intimidation. You simply are. Makes them hungry, and they even envy you even though they may not admit it, but they can help but see what is lacking in them. Misery loves company, yep, it sure does. But in the middle of these unpredictable and turbulent times, never forget the positive qualities that you do have control over if you so choose. What I have been talking about today is serious business. It's not a New Year's Eve resolution. However, on the topic of New Year's resolutions, you either made some or you didn't. But let's understand that New Year's resolutions are not like wishes. There is a difference. Does anyone make resolutions during the holidays? Now let's get honest. How many of you thoughtfully make New Year's resolutions and execute them for at least 60 days or maintain them for an entire year? Seriously? Come on. We know better. Most of us don't get beyond talking about them or having fun with a close friend by sharing our resolutions. And then what do we do? We teach each other about what they have shared. (laughs) You know, let them know why it's not going to work. But if you are that unique and determined person who makes resolutions every New Year's, 
and you follow through and achieve whatever change or resolve you decided upon, then I must tell you, I'm more than impressed. Myself, I'm not a New Year's resolution kind of gal at all. I like to stay home on New Year's Eve. Now, come New Year's Day, I'm always open to having friends and family, if they're in town, to congregate at my home for some fun and food. But past that, that's what I can follow through on. You can welcome to my home. The holidays, especially New Year's Eve, require a designated driver for your own safety and the safety of others. I mention this because I just think it's vital. The holidays can be a wonderful time to relax, and it's time you do that. It's time you do let your hair down, enjoy friends and family, put the past behind you, and start anew. So, you know, if you've made a decision to do this safely, then you can really have a fabulous time with nobody getting nervous. How many times has somebody said, give me the keys, I'll drive, and they won't let them? That kind of doesn't end a party on a good note at all. During my podcast last year, I discussed the discomfort you might feel even thinking about change as it requires an objective look at yourself from the inside out. And therein lies the problem, because that's the biggest challenge, inside out, looking at self first. But you know what? If you take the right steps, I can promise you, and I don't promise very much in my lifetime, but I can promise you it's doable if you choose. We also anticipate gatherings, and it's the perfect time to think of others and go out of our way to share our love and whatever resources we have with family, friends, and especially those that are in need. I must point out something. Have you ever sat around with someone and talked about what you would do if you won the lottery? I have to tell you, that is the most fun conversation. My friends and I don't wait to New Year's to do it. (laughs) We have that off and on. But when you really think about what you're planning to do with all that wealth, it's also insight into yourself about what makes you feel good. In 2023, so many people face tragedies, losses, and terribly unexpected and unpleasant events. You need time to grieve those things, to feel whatever it is you feel. You may feel anger, even self-hate. And why self-hate? Well, maybe you've done something you perceive that what you've done was your own undoing to achieve what you wanted to achieve. But eventually, you will need to move on. If you don't, you're stuck in the muck. This is why hope and faith are so important in your life. In the past, I even discussed a Bible scripture about faith and hope and their power as a team. When faith flounders at times, and it can, hope has the power to undergrid faith, meaning when I say undergrid, to brace it up, to hold it. We all need faith and hope in our lives. It's a part of what keeps us going, growing, and finding ourselves. It opens us up to opportunities to gain greater awareness and perspective, to see things we may never ever have discovered otherwise, and we may find a better way to live and to be. Christmas is a beautiful time to be thankful for the birth of Jesus, for those out there that are believers, but it's not just for us. His love is for each of us, and the sacrifice he made for our salvation, whether you are a believer or not, it's not only Christians that he loves and protects, it's everyone. He doesn't discriminate. 
So if you're holier than thou in thinking that you're the only one because you're following all the rules, you couldn't be more wrong because we're all his people, all of us, regardless of our past, regardless of our present. So he is available and wants to share his grace and gift with everyone. And it's called unconditional love. Now, let's just say, think for a minute, if we were to apply that to ourselves, what do you think we might feel inside? If we could unconditionally love others, I wonder what the global world would look like then. Isn't that what we're all praying for? Peace. No matter how difficult this past year was for you, this is the one time of the year to let it all go as freely as you would throw away an old newspaper. Who wants to read old news? And I want to especially say thank you for being so supportive. And let me start this new year by giving you some good news. Our podcast, It Is What It Is or Is It, grew 16% in our numbers of listeners this year. And we have listeners in 15 different countries. This is a shock to me. A pleasant one. Now, keep in mind, when I say 15 different countries, one of the countries was only one person. But that's okay. The UK came in pretty pretty good. So slow but sure, we're gaining ground. And it's all because of you. So I end my podcast today by saying, I appreciate you. And may 2024 bring you many, many blessings. Our next podcast will be, What's Hidden in Your Baggage? Goodbye for now, and it's great being back with you. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one, at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible And I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week. And remember to be proud of who you are.